<laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This welcome. week brought to you by Hymns. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Blaine. I'm Bernie. I look and like I'm, I'm doing like a Nazi salute and I'm just trying to point at the sponsor. They, they told on? us that there was no. I wasn't Who ready. Did? Patrick, you told us this I wasn't ready that, to say my name because there's only one did sponsor. All right. Um, All right. Also, I, I, I want to say right away that. I believe uh, you. I don't believe Gus. You can. Uh, you can now get this podcast on Spotify, finally, Oh! in addition to all the other platforms. Look at that. What is Spotify? Yeah, it's the one, it's the one on the right. Spotify there, you can point at that podcast? one. I'm trying to point at So we, we're available we tried... on iTunes, Spotify, and a slice of pizza. Yeah. What's the middle one? pizza. That's, uh... Google? Google, Google Play. Play. There you go. Ah, oh, nailed it. Look at me go. Never seen that logo. Okay. We've been trying to get Spotify forever. I don't know what happened, but thank you for finally putting us on your service. I guess. Who, who got us on Spotify? Ezra. Oh... Okay. Ezra yeah. does what Gus can't. <laughs> I tried so hard to get us on Spotify. I think Ezra literally made one phone call, fucking, and 15 minutes later we were on Spotify. Fucking bullshit. After 12 I went years. round and round with them. We've been- Patrick tried before me. We've been trying so long. <laughs> We've been trying for two years. So, <laughs> fucking Ezra makes a phone call. <laughs> I know, right? So we should have had Ezra make the phone call before. Yeah. I feel like Ezra would be- should go to the office and like- He's got such an imposing figure. They don't want that. You like shake him down. I watched. Whatever. I walked around full screen once with Ezra, and I watched everyone in the hall clear out, <gasps> part part the sea for him, and then just be like. <laughs> and I was like, "Why didn't anyone look at you in the eyes?" He's like, "That makes yeah. it seem like he's a bad guy, though." I actively go yeah, to talk does. to Ezra. He's a nice dude. He's always like, "Well, don't ruin it for him, my bud." <laughs> go ahead. No, <laughs> sorry, labeling him as a nice dude. No, he's Come very on. scary. Very scary. I want. We should have him on the. We should have him on the podcast sometime. Yeah, we talked about it. He came on off topic. I think he'll do it. Yeah, we should yeah. absolutely do he that. He pulled a beer on off topic last week. I talked about him uh, doing a maybe a game time because I'm doing. I'm in the middle of recording um, four new game times. I'm gonna ask him who he called at Spotify. Like, what's the number? Like, how do you? How did you get? He had a friend. Oh, how did somebody, you make that happen? Somebody used to work with. How do you make friends? Like, if any of you <laughs> went off and got different jobs, then we could do it. We have one friend who's gone off and had a successful career, basically. Nathan. April Underwood. Well, I mean, yeah, we have that. April's our she's friend. She's been, like, crazy successful. Yeah, she's, like, at the top of the heap. Like, she was, a, like, a VP, I think, head of business development at Twitter. I think she headed product. I had a product, yeah. One of those titles. She's Twitter? fucking super high up, yeah. She couldn't help us do anything, though. Couldn't get us verified. She could not get us verified. We asked <laughs> over and over. I think that's how she answered the phone every time we would try to call her. And now she's Slack. Verified. And every time I make fun of Slack, I feel bad. Not that she watches the podcast or anything like that. Slack sucks. What? It's a clunky mess. Piece I just, of shit. I think Slack's perfectly fine. I just don't get it. Like, why do we need it? You know, it's and when Slack went down a couple of weeks ago, people yes. on Twitter were going, "I can't work today because I don't have Slack." It's like, dude, there's a billion ways to message people. <laughs> just a fire billion. up AIM again. Yeah, yeah. There, there, it does have some good integrations, but I think you really need to get into like the nitty gritty of Slack to really get the most out of it. Like, you gotta be a power user, I, right? Like I had an integration with uh, Google Drive with it, so where it, if someone sends me Google documents, it alerts me in Slack. I can I can look at them there. I I feel like it's a little bit more formal than texting and phone calling, but it's um, a little bit less like a quicker response than email. Do you dye your beard? No, because your beard is like it's darker than your hair. It's like, like but this, there is that a nice gradient, which means his hair gets darker when it is longer. It's just Except growing out. I'm letting it grow out. I, I hit a horrible what? milestone. Bald spot? <laughs> can, you get, can you guys by any chance pull up the front page of the Rooster Teeth website? It's roosterteeth.com, one word, all lowercase. Rooster like the bird, teeth like so in your I mouth. Didn't, I didn't ever <laughs> expect to hit this milestone, but they put up art for the I, the early bird passes for RTX Austin 2018. And in the, the clip art that they made is Caboose, I assume it's Caboose, uh, Ruby, 
and me and then Jeff. But they apparently have now updated my art to where my beard is gray. They've made a decision now that I have a gray beard and they've updated the art. What's funny is when, when I'll I be first, honest, I thought that was Gus. When I first saw that art, I thought it was me as well. Oh. But then when I saw the gray beard, I was like, no, that's Bernie. For <laughs> <laughs> me, it was the polo shirt that really that really sold it because it's got a that character has a polo shirt on. You got a new one of those the other day, right? I get it, I get these all the time. There's like a green one that you have now. No, I had one. There's so this is like they went kind of like down a douchey path a little bit where I have one that more. when you flip the collar up, it's green and white oh, underneath nice. the collar. That's so classic. it's meant to be like popped. So when you pop the collar. Is up, you'll so pop. If I'm ever wearing in. one of these and I keep going like this, it's because I'm mushing down the collar <laughs> so you can't see the green and white. That's, yeah, Just that's do what Blaine did and dye it black. I didn't approve this gray beard, though. I want to say that. I did not approve this. <laughs> I didn't approve it. I didn't approve this gray beard either, but I definitely didn't approve that one. So, Would you have a dye hat? Oh, I got this hat. Uh, listen, I just ignored hat. it. It's a good hat. Thanks, man. I like my hat. Good... What'd you say? Would you have a dye it? I have. I have done that before for you parts and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Hey, yeah. speaking of parts. What? Go ahead. Uh, I got uh, on my birthday was it last week the week before I got a great birthday present from Will Hyde He came into my office. And we had a meeting and he told me I was cut from blood fest <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, I, at first I thought he was joking. He's like, no, 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 you're you're really you're, you're cut entirely from the movie Like so we hadn't announced it. it was, I had like I had, a, I had actually quite a bit of scenes in the you movie, did. and they were like, "Yeah, your whole like storyline and your whole plot is just we cut it." Like it was, it was taking, it was like this weird parallel storyline. It was taking people out of the main story, and was just, it, just it was messing with pacing. And I was like, "Well, thanks." From what like, I remember <laughs> in the script, I enjoyed your part. I thought it was a good like, part. Like when I heard that you were getting that, I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Oh, works. it was good in the script. <laughs> what happened was, I can tell you that that the the notes we got on that were. And I think we all agreed with him was that the placement of your storyline, it couldn't be moved to a later part mm-hmm. of the movie. And it was just while you're in the first act and you're everyone's learning about everything that's taking place and you're setting up the world. There was just this other storyline that was in there that didn't yeah. take part in that. But now people will in the extended well, version will have extended guts. Here's what we do though. We just cut that bit out and release it on its own Blu-ray. As its own movie, Gus like a short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, is it long enough to be like five minutes? <laughs> oh yeah, maybe like five. I, or six I would buy that. Sell <laughs> it for a buck. Sell it for a buck or two. <laughs> yeah. how, much, how much are we allowed to say about Bloodfest? Because it's premiering this Friday. Okay. At South yeah, we've had the trailer, so you can like tell the plot and the ending if you want to. Well, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> not, Jesus, because um, I I was involved to a degree, and I have some fun stories related to that, but I don't know if now is the time to talk about them. You know, on camera. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're in it. M- yes, maybe. Oh shit! Yeah, just fucking blew but, it. No, blew it's it. well. Yeah, do it. I said you blew it. Oh, okay, sorry. You blew it. Um. Yeah. No. 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 Well, for a later podcast, we we can talk about it. Yeah, so, some fun stuff happened. So it's funny you say like the outtakes. That that's what uh that's what Will says. Like yeah yeah we'll, we'll put it like in deleted scenes on the DVD. <laughs> yeah, everyone watches those. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but the movies we're finding this balance. We're trying to find, and you know, honestly, we don't make. The movies just for our audience are actually supposed to expand, but we do recognize that the first people that are going to watch it are going to be the people who watch Rooster Teeth. Uh, and so we're trying to find this balance. Like with Laser Team, the approach was we had half the main cast was recognizable faces from Rooster Teeth. Half the main cast was people from Hollywood, traditional Hollywood. And then we had cameos in there. And there was like, man, reading the notes on Laser Team or the comments from people, it's just like watching our audience try to reconcile that was was tough. Um, we always We've talked about it on the, thing on the commentary, Gavin. There was, in particular, in their first laser team, people saw any time there was a rooster teeth person on screen, they thought it was an inside joke. 
Like people didn't understand uh, in the scene. I'm not spoiling anything, Laser Team, if you haven't seen it. Um, when Michael <clears throat> falls in the pool at the high school party, and then Trevor, they cut to a shot, and Trevor's in the shot, and Trevor like leans forward and just takes a photo of the guy falling, getting tased and falling in the pool. And everyone's like, yeah, but if you don't know who Trevor is, you're not going to get that joke. I you're shot that. You're not going to get why it's funny that Trevor's taking a photo of Michael. It's like, that has nothing to do with no, it in any just, way. It's just we, we just, just extra. That's it. He's just an extra taking a photo. It's just like a normal moment. But because it was Trevor, everyone was trying <laughs> to p put all this like importance a, into it. We should do a cut where all of those F references are removed. So Michael falls in the pool and then it cuts to just a blank space with nothing happening. <laughs> yeah. Or what we should do is every time we put a Rishi person in a cameo, in one of the features, we should do their scene, and right at the end of the scene, they all go, <laughs> Get it? <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll cut that into the extended version. But yeah, so it's like, we're trying to find the balance, and it's like, I think a lot of people noticed that the trailer for Bloodfest doesn't really feature <clears throat> anybody uh, from Rooster Teeth, like Barbara's in one or two shots. Barbara's in one or two shots, but she doesn't have like, she's, and you can hear one of her lines of dialogue, but she's not on camera talking. Right. And it's like, that's, I wasn't, I wasn't like core on that when they were cutting that tra trailer, but I'm pretty sure that's deliberate to see like how people react. Cause we're still trying to find that well, balance. She was cut from the movie too, completely. Yeah. <laughs> All on the they, 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 they superimposed my scenes onto <laughs> her for some reason. It's really weird. But Barbara has the biggest role. Can we talk about finally the Jacob Moon who was when he came here and he was on the on the podcast and why we why we didn't air that podcast? We, oh, I wasn't here too because I've heard about that, but I didn't know if that's something. Weird. I think there's speculation that what he talked about was no nos, no nos, or whatever. But that's um, not at all the case. That's not at all the case. Well, I mean, what can happen? Is there anything bad? That well, can we had we had, te we had a we had a we had a technical issue with it, and then we also had the. Uh, we also had the issue that we had a 20-year-old kid on the podcast, and we didn't realize that we're all drinking around a 20-year-old kid. That's not a good thing to do. I didn't realize he was 20. <laughs> we didn't know either. We didn't know either. He all was right. 20? Yeah. Big Hollywood movie star, and he was 20 at the time. So it's like, oh, we can't air a podcast where we're all drinking around a 20-year-old. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. That's one that's, and then, and actually we had a huge audio issue on that one. So it's kind of like, well, we could do this and rebuild it or record that. It was, we were like, nope, just don't do that. We'll just let it go. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even drink when the kids uh, were here for the lemon challenge when mm. they were here talking about that. And uh, they just had that thing. You see that they set the world record. Yeah. It was but, great. It was uh, just a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. So what's the lemon challenge? Is this is like new ice bucket thing where you like eat a lemon or something. I've only heard a little bit about it. It's Eat a, a lemon, destroy a lemon. They were trying to have a viral competition, kind of like the ice bucket challenge, where they would get people to register for the bone marrow registration, so where they could do bone marrow matches, uh, which is really important for you know helping people with leukemia. Mm. So, yeah, I, I saw some people, um, like I guess, not fully understanding what the point of all of it was. Like I saw Meg did a, a video, you know, with the lemon challenge things. She tweeted out, and I saw one of the replies was like. I get that this is, you know, important and cool and all. I just don't understand, like, the lemon challenge aspect of this. What's the point of all that? It's like, I want to reply, like, well, if you clicked on the hashtag or you watched yeah. the video, you would learn. I mean, what did a what bucket exactly... of ice have to do with... You know, right. You would learn what the point of it is and yeah. the, the fact that they're going for a world record. Speaking of bones, where where is your skeleton? It's inside you. Well, my skeleton's inside me. Your skeleton's inside you. But where, but where are you? That's a good point. I'm, I'm in my brain. That's, so your so skeleton's in your brain? No, you're, my you're, skeleton's around my brain. So you're in, of you. you're in your skeleton? Yeah. It's not in you. Right. 
So you'd say I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a pilot. <laughs> and like the head, the skull is my cockpit, and I'm like up there, and like the eyes are my windows. But every every time someone asks you where your skeleton is, it's around you, and that's weird. I see what you're saying. It's uh, not in us; it's around us. I consider myself like collectively me. Because you, you, you have to keep in mind that like I have <laughs> yeah. not, I don't have a great personality, so like muscles are a part of this. So like <laughs> I have to factor that into it. So Why do you, you think feel of, like you don't have a good personality? Because I don't have a good personality. Yeah, you do. Uh, you're yeah. a like nice dude. Do you, nice we're going to stop you right there because I don't want this to become a pity party. Like, Blaine, it's all right. You're okay. Do you, no, do you, like, Why is every compliment? Because I'm bad at taking compliments. Do, what, do you not that? have as much respect for your bones as you do for your muscles? Uh, no, I have a lot of respect for my bones because I've never broken a bone. Are you better at boning or muscling? Uh, <laughs> muscling, I guess. Ooh, I don't know. Because I, I feel like I'm known for my muscles, but not for my bones. Mm. So you're not but very, I'm, I, so you're not very good at boning. In circles, I'm known for boners. So <laughs> there's that. Which circle? A <laughs> <laughs> story I can tell. <laughs> But like, I don't know why. Why do you think you have a bad personality? Um, uh, just low, low confidence. Yeah, maybe. Because I, I can know. tell you, it's like fifty to fifty-five percent of the people that work here like you. <laughs> 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 so most people, most people enjoy you, your company. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, just just over half. Statistically, it's a good personality. No, oh, it's good to know. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say like my my skeleton is Pretty part of me, but I wouldn't say it's inside of me or. Around me, okay. Yeah. Who do you think likes you the least at the company? Uh, Gavin, this is a tough one for you. Who for me to answer? Uh, yeah, I, I for myself or for Blaine? For you? Oh, oh, but I mean, do we want to say that though? Because I know I his do. answer. What is your, what's yours, Gus? Who dislikes you the most? Who dislikes me? me the most here? Who do you think dislikes you? The There's most? a lot of people right? who probably dislike me, <laughs> but I can't say that though. I have to think about it. <laughs> Uh, I know. I'm, I know his. I'm a pain in the ass for a lot of people. You are. That's that's the thing. It's not about them. It's about you. Right. Right. It's like whose whose life do I make the <laughs> oh most God. difficult? You missed a spit take on Gavin there. Jesus. It, well, who knew it's, it was coming? It's probably someone from sales. Oh, from sales. Yeah. I, the sales I, department. Yeah, How about department? So. Which department hates you the most? How about that? Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, I don't know what. Oh, but the live action department may hate me more. Why? Oh, achievement hunter. Why do they hate you? They oh, like I you. don't think achievement hunter collectively hates me. But there's an individual in achievement hunter that does not like me. Who's this? Interesting. I don't know. We don't have to go down this path, but I think you started it. Well, and I was just answering the question. I didn't know. You we didn't have to answer it. it. Oh, this is true. Oh shit. Um, I know <laughs> Gavin's though. But I'm do you not think anyone say. would mind if we brought them up? Like who do you think mine is? Well, I don't. So my the problem with this is I don't. If I want to talk to him about it, then I'll talk to him about it. I don't want to like start some shit talk. Can I guess? Sure. You think Michael hates you? Yeah, I do think Michael hates really? you. Really? Michael, yeah. Michael doesn't hate you. I, never, I don't think he Michael likes does, me. Michael doesn't, no. But Michael I can, doesn't hate I can, you. <laughs> no, I've never gotten that impression. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe it's, I, I uh, misunderstand his, I think he's like he's got that agitated his, personality. His jersey facade. No, that, yeah. what I think you. it is, is that Michael is used to being the only person in the room who's talking. Because he just talks and talks and talks. So what happens is when he's not talking, he just says this. <laughs> yeah, and he just he stares at you, and I know a lot of people get put off by that Michael quiet stare, but he's just giving you your time to talk. You guys had a moment on the podcast where you were fronting on each other for that bit. It was tense. That was tense. It was tense. That moment. was seriously tense. I got it on video. He stepped up. Yeah. He was. That was when we had audio podcast. You were squaring up on him. See, I always want to ask those kind of questions though, because he said he was upset with a dude at a club, and he was gonna before Lindsay told the guy to fuck off. Michael was going to step in and tell the guy to fuck off, uh -huh. but he never got the chance or something like that. I think that was, yeah, and I was like, I said, okay, 
I want to see what does this look like. Show me. I'm the guy. Oh, and he reenacted coming. it, dude. Yeah, he just like turned on in a second, and he was he got in my face, and he was like, "Get the fuck out of here." That's scary. What yeah. department hates you the most? Oh, I was dealing with the person. Oh, I think I think Yvonne is done with me. Oh. <laughs> Yvonne's like. It's in a friendly way, but I can tell most of the time it's like as soon as I start talking, she's like, kick, 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 kick. <laughs> She would actually do that, yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's the old polka. Look at that long hair on Mike. You guys are gonna kiss. Liz is uncomfortable. No, so young. He's like, he's like in my space, and it wasn't. It was actually tense. It was. He did that to me on a live stream where he was like blackout drunk. He was like an extra life thing. And he got up real tight on my face. And I didn't know how to interact with him because I was like, I'm not going to let him intimidate me. But at the same time, I don't want to start a beef live on air in front of people who are like watching this thing. <laughs> I so won't I, let him. So I just went with it. And I was like, ah, good one, Michael. Like I didn't, I was really <laughs> uncomfortable. And, and then from then on, I was like, that guy doesn't like me. So maybe that was what started it. I don't know. I like I like Michael. If you're he doesn't watch the show. Who, who do you me? like least? <laughs> uh. <laughs> we that question. It's Gavin. Everybody just likes Gavin. Yeah, I can't. I can't I'm not gonna answer that. I can't answer that. No, I wouldn't expect you to answer that. That'd be rude. Man, um, yeah. When you uh, you did your spit take right now, there was a moment at the all hands earlier today. You know, we have this all hands meeting every now and then where the whole company comes out. Who was it? Uh, someone was giving a presentation at the all hands meeting and they said something I thought was so funny I did a spit take and I wasn't drinking anything <laughs> Like literally just like saliva that? in my mouth like, I, I, I What are they? What was it? Uh, they were the fuck boys thing. Yeah, they were yeah. describing an upcoming an upcoming project and they uh, They use the term fuck boy in a very funny way. <laughs> yeah, it but funny. it's also in like a formal meeting where everybody's talking <laughs> business And then someone was like yeah the fuck boys and then everyone's like <laughs> like I did the same thing It was like my instinct reaction. Well part of that was the the uh, that presentation was the achieve line, which you guys did one of the best photo shoots I think you've ever done. Was it there? Well, no. Oh, because your short shorts? You didn't like the short shorts? I remember I saw you that day. I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing? Was that not your choice? No, it wasn't my choice. You pulled I, them off. Team player I gave it to hey, me. And I was shorts, like, bro. I was like, clearly short shorts. <laughs> clearly someone's trying to make me look like an idiot. And then I thought, I'm gonna make them regret it. By making most of the pictures completely what's, unusable. What's funny is by rolling them up so high that my pockets were flapping out. My testicles. testicles. Were I, oh yeah, that was a great choice. <laughs> I saw you guys. I ran into you guys when you were walking over there to take those photos, and you were wearing that getup, and I didn't even ask you all what you're doing. It was just like, oh, there they go. I, yeah, I, I had to turn an eyelid. Uh, this it was like whatever. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing Daisy? Look at that. Oh, that so could be a poster. That's a good-looking thing. Wait, we haven't done a poster in a while. This is, is a live-action one. Is the achieve thing? Is that a? Uh, it's a magnet. Okay. It's Jeff's holding it up with his oh, hand. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Oh, is uh, he? Like, now, now, now that's all I can see in the photo is that Jeff's holding it up. <laughs> yeah, I think it was going to slip down. That takes some strength. Well, it's also a magnet. It's also a magnet. It's sticking a little <laughs> bit on its own. Yeah. No, don't take that away from him. He's holding up that whole thing. It's also a fucking banner, you know? I mean, there's, well, how come he has to hold that end and the other end will stay up? It's a magnet. I get it, but the then The whole he's... weight probably makes it slide down if it's not supported. Uh-huh. It was a wet car, right? And he's yeah. holding it in place. Wet for magnets? Ugh! Is that gonna affect it? I'm not getting this. Can we do a reenactment? Let's get that car back. Let's get it out. You guys gotta show me Who this. hates you the most? Um, I, so I said earlier, sales, I think it might be whoever has to schedule or work with me in the live action department. Can I nominate myself? Um, maybe... We like, you are cooperative. Maybe... Cameron. Because I have to mm. make him really wrangle the schedule and the calendar for availability. That's who I would say. Oh. I know which department hates me the most. 
live action, accounting, <laughs> accounting. event. Accounting probably is the most. Uh, what else do we have? Anything that like comes up against your travel schedule, it just doesn't like you. Achievement Hunter? Used to be, uh, <laughs> uh Bernie's assistant pool. That oh, was yeah. a bad department for you, but you kept that all worked out. Well, they, they've all gone. What's it? Yeah, she's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys worked it out before she left. Did you fill that role? No, I'm looking for a new assistant right now. And what? by the way, Ellie's still here. She's just doing other stuff. But do, what, doesn't she miss being your assistant? God, I wouldn't imagine so. But I, all the perks, though, she got to fly in a fucking helicopter. She got, like, a, a thing out of it. Yeah. She, why don't you be she's assistant? She's working on her own show now. Can I be your assistant? Do you think I can handle that? I, uh, listen, I, <laughs> you I, can be I've a had, sugar baby, just put in a, a, a lower bid than Gavin. Oh, Bernie. I'm at 5,400. Yeah, but for don't, what? Don't, what are you doing over there? He's paying me to be a sugar baby. 54, 50, what does the, what does the number 5,400 mean? That's, I the, average, that's the average allowance monthly for a sugar baby. That's not very, what? That's a, that's oh, yeah, that's, that's good. 60k a year. Yeah, that's not bad. Tax wow. free. <laughs> Cash. Oh, yeah. shit. That could mortgage a seven figure house, probably. Why would that be tax free? Because it would be gift tax, wouldn't it? I'm sure they're just getting cash, right? I'm sure there's a lot of sugar daddies writing that off. Five thousand dollars a month. Writing that off. That's amazing. Right here. For what? For your sugar purposes. Bubba. No, I don't know what am I what, you, what are you offering? What are you offering? Yo, look, you're upsetting my sugar uh, baby there. <laughs> workout partner. But yeah, yeah, he's not doing that. Drive your car. Man, I read an article. <laughs> I read an article. Your self-driving car. I tried to loan. Blaine, my car for the weekend when he had a, a girl that he knew was coming in from out of town. This is years and years ago, and he wouldn't take my car. That's yeah. bad. He didn't want to wreck it. Yeah. And it was also, I think I explained to you too, because I didn't know this girl. Uh, I think she was like a model for like the chive. Okay, that sounds like a humble brag. Anyways, um, I or didn't. just a straight up brag. Yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't want okay. to put out the perception. She was, she was. Crazy. She ended up being crazy. All right, all right, all right. All right. Be careful. But like, like in a, like a cool, sexy way, but it's, it's still crazy. Anyways, <laughs> cool, sexy, so, crazy bitch. Crazy bitch. But um, I didn't <laughs> want to, to put out the... Pr she didn't know me well enough that to know what my car was, and I didn't want her first date showing up in a Tesla and her being like, this guy drives a Tesla, he must fuck. And then, you know, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, no, nah, I'm going to show up in my shitty Chevy HHR, whatever the fuck I was driving at the time. So yeah. I do like how you say Tesla. Tes is that not you say it, it like with a Z? Tesla? Yeah, a lot of people say Tesla. Tesla. Tesla? Oh. What was okay. the guy's name? Is it Tesla? Tesla. Nikola Tesla? Yeah. yeah I've always said Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Is it with a Z? No. No. Okay. I have a, you know, I've got that Model 3 pre ordered. It got fucking delayed. I, well, that's not a surprise, is it? Yeah, <laughs> I guess not. I get a thing this weekend <clears throat> uh, in my car. You crashed it. <laughs> no, well, kind of. I went, I, I took the kids to, uh, today, by the way, or this weekend was Teddy's 13th birthday. Two teenagers. So, like, that's where this comes from, all this gray so beard, old. is, no, I have no more kids. I have teenagers now. I have no kids. Teenagers are still kids. I mean, I have children. That's weird. But they're not, they're not, like, kids. You have spawn. I have young adults. <laughs> a 13-year-old can't take care of themselves. He better learn. Can I ask you a personal question? He's got a question? few years still. What? Can I ask you a personal question? Hmm. I hate when people ask, can I ask you a question? Just ask the fucking question. What's the point of asking, can I'll I ask either, you a question? I'll either answer or no, because it, it builds tension. It's like, oh, it's going to be good. Well, no, no I just, I just, question. Well, no, it, don't faff about. Okay, the reason I said, can I ask you a personal question? Is, What's going to do? You say no, you put him on the spot. It's regarding whatever we were just talking about, and it's whether I'm gauging whether or not Bernie's comfortable talking about Has, that. When you ask someone that, have they ever said no? Yes, if it, if it, if like the context of the discussion. No one ever says no to that. 
Whatever. Just ask the question. Uh, Just ask the question. Let that be a lesson for everybody. Being like a, an internet personality and stuff like that, do you think that you have an expiration expiration date? Uh, that seems like a personal question. I want to <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah, no, I, well, not really. I mean, I, I, I started doing this when I was 29, and mm. now most of the people who I think struggle with that, not at Rooster but like in YouTube and online video in general, they're like younger than that and aging out. You know what I mean? It's like, I was like, man, you're like... Six years off or five years off from how when I was, started doing this how shit. How old was Fred when he aged out? I don't know. I mean, I don't. It's also Fred, there is I'm the there is the concept of burning super bright mm -hmm. and then half as long. And I think that that Rooster Teeth has been this nice, steady slow, slow burn. burn. And you have burned so so bright. Yeah, it's like we were never. Blade I've said, I think I've said this before. We were never in the course of the last fifteen years, which we're going to be fifteen years on April first. I can never say that we were number one ever. Like we never had the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Like Red vs. Blue season one was crazy. That was like, but still, Homestar Runner was bigger. Yeah. And then a few years later, when Rooster Teeth <laughs> was or when Red vs. Blue was still going and still had its stride, the Guild was always the thing that mm -hmm. everyone was talking about at that point in time. Like even if you look at Red vs. Blue, it's not the most popular machinima of all time. The most popular machinima that gets referenced the most is Leroy Jenkins. It's just that one one-off video. Like short, though, compared to a movie you know, series. That's a totally different thing. That's slow burn versus the... the <clears throat> I mean, Leroy Jenkins was a one-off video. I Maybe I haven't kept up with the guy's career, but I don't think he's done much since then, you know? I think I was at an event where he was speaking, and he was there as Leroy Jenkins like five years later. Oh, weird. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's uh, hard to imagine. Yeah, and it's like, you know, that's the way the internet works, is if you're doing a series or you're doing something longer form, you're never going to be as popular... As the viral thing of that day, you're never going to be as popular as the cat that fell in the pool, you know. Mm. So you can't try to compete with that, you know. Not Actually, not that that's what the guild and Homestar Runner are, but Rooster Teeth always not being number one. It kind of helped us, I think, last a longer period of time. Well, I also like in your position, actually, like thinking about it. There's like dudes like Patrick Stewart that are like old dudes, but they're still like the fucking hot commodity. Like if I could hang out with Patrick Stewart, I absolutely would. So, so you're saying you want to hang out with me a lot? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. <laughs> See, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, who, yeah. There's, like, older dudes that are, like, still super popular. Like, Neil deGrasse Tyson is kind of, like, an older-ish guy. Really? But he's still, like, You think he was an older guy? What is, he's, like, what is he, 50s? 60s? No! He was Doogie Howser in, like, 1995. He was, what? like, 12 in that. What's, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I got his ear. Hold on. Neil, but you know who else? Patrick, you're insulted by this conversation, aren't you? That... What's his name? Yeah, he's insulted. Wait, who are you talking about? Neil Patrick Harris or Neil deGrasse Tyson? Neil Neil Patrick Harris. I said Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I knew who you meant. <laughs> Wait, well, no, you didn't. You, you said, you said Doogie, Doogie Howser, and I was like, no, uh, I got Stars confused. guy. I guess I, sorry, I just watched Starship Troopers. I had my own conversation over here. How old is he? Patrick, Starship you're, Patrick, you're free not to be insulted by my mistake. There. I was so confused. I thought Neil Patrick Harris is not fucking fifty. No, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Sorry, that, that's who he's. Yeah, he's an old dude. How old is Neil deGrasse? He's fifty-nine. You should be worried about Neil deGrasse Tyson. I whistled a little bit. You should be worried about Neil deGrasse Why? Tyson because when he was in college, he was fucking ripped. Go look up a college. Go look a college so, photo. So was my dad of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I was talking to that talking to somebody today about it, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, my dad looked like fucking Hercules when he was in like college and early." What 20s. does he look like now? Uh, he's, he's just a more robust dude. He's an offensive more line coach. Dude. He's an offensive line coach at a high school in Texas. Are you excited for you to just let yourself go one day, or do you think you'll keep See, it? See, you should I don't be worried. To. I, I got all. I have to do is maintain this. This is not hard. 
This is like five minutes a day. Yeah. This whole thing that you've got going on with these things and those things, it's just like, yes, <laughs> un unsustainable. That pot. What are you gonna do? Like it's oh, Neil deGrasse shit. Tyson. I feel like he did the whole like Einstein thing where Einstein was like, I'm just gonna wear the same clothes every day because I don't God, want to fucking think about it. Look at that guy though. I mean, I look at the transformation him. that he had to make to play Doogie Howser. I don't that's remember. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. That's, that's, that's like Christian Bale level of like commitment to the role. <laughs> the machinist losing all that weight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm in a period now where I'm trying to cut weight mm. way harder. Why are you doing way, that? Way harder at 45. Uh, for something I'm working on later in the year. Cecil? I'm even giving myself a yo yo. I'm giving myself a uh, long runway, and it's coach? still just like <coughs> he's talking about weight yo-yo. Oh. He says seesaw. I've always heard called that yo-yo. Oh. A yo-yo is the thing you do in your hand. I thought it goes up seesaw. and down. What? What's a seesaw? A seesaw is when one plank. person's in the end of the board, and yeah. the other person goes. Like so this. what are you referring to? Yeah. Going you said, up and why, down. Why did you say seesaw? Yeah, seesaw. If you're trying to lose weight, so you like get good at seesaw with a lighter person or something. Oh, I see. That's that's a far. I you were I think saying, you're saying like going up and down in weight, like a seesaw goes up and down. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's what saying. I thought also. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm way behind everybody today. No, I was with you. <laughs> to be fair, that was just a throwaway comment that didn't deserve the focus it got. <laughs> like my Neil Patrick Harris, Patrick, were you insulted by Gavin's comment? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, let me let me read this thing here. Uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the Received Podcast is brought to you by Hims. Did you know that 66% of men start losing their hair by age 35? When you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. If you have this problem, check out 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. They provide medical-grade solutions, real doctors who offer well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4 answer a few quick questions, and doctors will review and prescribe a solution for you. Order now. Our listeners get a free trial month. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. I'm going to repeat that one because that was not right. Order now, our listeners get a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This would cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash rooster. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash rooster. Forhims.com slash rooster. Thank you for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. So I saw something the other day that, that didn't make sense to me. And uh, I saw that Twitter announced they were discontinuing their macOS Twitter app. I didn't know that was Why did Twitter have a macOS app? That doesn't make any sense to me. You have a web browser. It's a web-based platform. What's well, like TweetDeck or something? I have a TweetDeck app. app, yeah. Right? You do stuff that you can't... But isn't TweetDeck also just in browser? Uh, yeah, they had an app and then they killed it. Yeah. yeah. And I then... thought Twitter was built into the OS. I thought it was like a part of notifications, wasn't it? I don't know if it still is, but it was into the OS. I haven't been to the Mac App Store in probably years, honestly. Probably most people. Like I don't, I don't use apps anymore. I feel like like Twitter's still here. You're right. The app <laughs> apps aren't like that's not like the hot thing right now. Because I remember when you wanted to make money, you made a you made a hot app. But that was know? like a mobile app. Are you saying that people don't make apps anymore? <laughs> no, they it's dead. Apps are over. No, no, I'm saying that, uh... Um, Shut it down, you can't download anything else. Now it's all widgets. Well, no, like, uh... <laughs> oh, man, I miss widgets. widgets. Well, fuck it. Because I feel like the App Store was something new that the PC didn't have and the Mac brought to, like, the whole equation. In. Well, see, I, 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 my Windows 10, everything is apps now as well. Oh, so I guess they switched over. Yeah, but that App Store sucks. The Windows yeah. Store? The Windows Store is garbage. Of course it's garbage. Terrible. Have they never used a store before? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know how you can make it worse. I, uh, I I moved my entire like library of content, movies and music, 
I'm slowly moving it over to Microsoft. Although, I, music I'm gonna have to keep with iTunes, I'm just too deep there. I just buy physical media. No, you Not don't. for music, but all movies I buy on Blu-ray. Oh, same. I don't, I don't want to own anything on Xbox or Zune or whatever or Apple. I don't want it. Only things that I really enjoy the visual fidelity of, I'll buy a physical media for. <laughs> you the, don't enjoy the visual see, fidelity? Or like if it's like, if it's really important. See, the other day I bought MacGruber on Blu-ray. <gasps> I would never do that. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, but basketball as well. I bought, the only two movies that I own on like my PlayStation or a console are X-Men Days of Future Past because I really fucking wanted to watch it <clears> and I didn't want to drive to the store. And MacGruber, I bought MacGruber two weeks ago. <laughs> MacGruber's a fucking classic. You want to watch MacGruber sometime? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, I really do. God. Meg wants to come too. She loves that movie. Yeah? yeah. All right, cool. Let's hang out. Uh, we won't. You're yeah. so full of shit. If there's anything bad about you, you're just a liar. Oh, Gavin Whoa. does hate you. <laughs> I came to your house at one time. You nah, came out true. with your penis. That's true. Yeah. I, uh, I was the door what? with my dick out. So I was. Why'd like, you go to the door with your dick? Hold on. <laughs> Why'd you go to the door with your dick out? It was my Woody dick. Oh. Had it poking through. Just like coming out the bottom of the shorts? Yeah. No, no, through the fly hole. Oh, through the fly hole. Would it be Just a run down your leg? weird start to the night if I did something similar but used real body parts? That'd be fine. Okay. Do, you, do people know about playing? that? What? Publicly, that Woody had a giant dick in I Laser think, Team? I think we mentioned it. We mentioned like commentary. But I wore a dancer's belt. You kind of giant dick attached to it that crushed my actual dick because of the super tight suits, and then it was just all cut from the movie. Yeah, you, you may have been cut from Bloodfest, but my dick was cut out of Laser Team. <laughs> well, your fake dick, Woody's dick. My real Gus was cut out of uh, Bloodfest. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was the learning process with all this stuff. I'd say the big learning process from Laser Team was writing an R movie, and then all of a sudden it becoming a PG thirteen movie mm. partway through. Like you can see the reviews. For Laser Team when it was out at festivals. But by the way, I just, uh, I totally pulled a humble brag thing where I retweeted, I untweeted and then retweeted Guillermo de Toro's I saw tweet that. about Laser Team from like three years ago, uh, right after he won the Oscar. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's bump that to the top of the heap. But yeah, the festival festival reviews are so different from the other one because that was the process by which it went from an R rated movie to a PG 13. I like the R cut way better. I like the R cut way better myself as well, but also because that's is what that we what we put on the Blu-ray set out to make. That was the Blu-ray version, right? I think yeah, that's what it is. The, the director's, director's cut. cut, yeah, our, the R-rated version. Will we only make R movies? So, or what, what was the decision behind that? If you don't mind me asking, Are I mean, you comfortable just, talking about this? A lot. Of, it's it's always a distribution <laughs> thing. When you go to distribution, it was it was a one of the business decisions that was made to. Can I ask you a distribution a question? You don't want to limit the audiences. <laughs> you don't want to limit the reach, right? Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. I mean, it was, it was a debate. It was a big debate. It was a big debate. It was lasted for a long period of time. Is there a cut available that people can watch of the R? You could watch the Blu-ray that Gavin said. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Watch didn't the I have a copy if you want to borrow it. Uh, I you think you can get together. You can watch d double feature: MacGruber and Laser Team. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when's the? When was the last time you watched Laser Team? Probably the commentary. Okay. Got Bernie. Uh, well, I watched it when we were. In pre-production for Laser Team Two. Yeah, I yeah oh. I rewatched re it right before the Laser Team Two premiere. I think was the last time I to saw it. To just kind of like, like get like catch up on everything. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> make okay. it all fresh. Mine was like I want to make sure that we carry things through mm. for Laser Team Two. Like you know, because we got on set, there's a bunch of ad libbing, especially with Colton and Nicole. It was just like you you get through a scene and then you're like, okay, now what can we do to punch it up and do some things? And you can always draw back things from the first one. Yeah. You know, I don't think like if you're doing like callback jokes to the first. Uh, episode or whatever we call it, first iteration in the sequel in a franchise. Um, I don't think that's an inside joke. You know, that's the kind of thing where it's like you're kind of paying homage to the whole thing. You know, I'm trying to think of a movie where there was like an inconsistency with a character from the first one to the sequel. 
I feel like Rambo, maybe? I feel like Rambo's pretty God, starkly I, different. I watched Matrix, the Oracle. Oh. <laughs> she died. Oh, uh, that's her. bummer. Yeah. I watched, but it fit, it fit for the character. They were able to navigate that. Yeah. Mm. I watched Rambo for the first, or First Blood, I watched for the first time. Yeah. The other day. It's not anything like what I thought that movie was about. It's a really it's a super depressing movie. Oh, yeah. You mean First Blood? Yeah. Yeah, it's about a veteran that's like with corrupt cops and everything. I thought it was like a badass dude. I thought it was like a... He was like kicking ass, like no, saving the world. Rambo was Rambo. a totally different movie. He's it's like, like alien to aliens. He's like splatting cops and he's clearly got some PTSD, mental health issues. Dark movie. Yeah. And I don't know why I always pictured it being like, yeah. Well, what this what the sequel is. You think like? of the later Rainbow one. Two, yeah, where he goes and does that kind of yeah. stuff. Oh. Rainbow Two's badass. It starts with him like in prison. Chain gun, like that's kind of stuff. That's when Rambo. you're expecting that and you yeah. watch rap when you, when you watch First Blood. Yeah. The credits roll, and I was like, oh God, what did I just watch? You know, some of like sci-fi and and horror stuff from the early '80s, which is when First Blood came out. It's super dark, like it's like messes with your head. Like the movie The Exorcist, when it came out mm, in the '70s, mm-hmm. it's just like it's about a little girl possessed by a demon, and it's just horrifying. I had sex to Rosemary's Baby one time, and it was a really fucking weird situation. How did that happen? I we it's weird to hear about it. We went yeah. on a date, and we got back, and we we're popped right. in Rosemary. Hate the fucking <laughs> Netflix and chill thing, but it was exactly that. Where she was like, hey, do you want to watch a movie? And I was like, sure, sure, sure. So, uh, and I, I voice cracked just like that. And um, <laughs> we plugged in, you know, she was, we're going through and she was a film buff. So then she was like, let's watch Rosemary's Baby. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then we ended up hooking up and this lady's having a demon baby on the, the movie. I, I don't remember what happened because we we're having sex. So, yeah. You actually having intercourse during Rosemary's baby the moment you didn't move yeah. out of the room and like go to the bedroom or, or like no my my bedroom was a fucking pigsty and I didn't expect to bring anybody home or like pause night. it or mute it uh what might have lowered the volume down that you would take someone home that night besides being on a date potentially what well, I mean I didn't I actually I told myself I was like not gonna bring anybody home tonight I'm not gonna I've gone down that path before. Just not gonna do it. And then you know two hours later. I'm like well, little go. little Blaine took over Yeah, yeah, I like that like as a as a young guy, I spent all my time like, okay, I really, really want to try and hook up with someone. And you're like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm definitely not doing it tonight. Oh, I did, I did it. God damn it! This happened. My penis. Oh god. I also like the mature mindset too of like, I'm gonna go out. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do it. So I'm not gonna clean my room because then I won't bring someone home. It's like then you make the mature decision. You bring them home anyway, and you think, listen, I don't want to like insult you by taking the dirty bedroom. I'm just gonna fuck you on the ottoman right here. <laughs> While Rosemary's baby is playing, <laughs> Move over, and I'm not gonna stop it. We're just gonna lower the volume. Hey, I, had a, I had a thing. I was like, sort of like flirty time with a girl watching a movie at home, and she wanted to watch the boy in the striped pajamas. Oh, which no. I'd never seen, and I was like, sure, stick it on. And she'd never seen it. And then you know, it's about, it's about the war. It's about. I mean, the the movie ends. Concentration. Spoiler. Camps. Yeah, with the kid, he gets gassed with a load of Jews. By Nazis, and you don't want to touch anyone after the credits roll on that one. It was it was a limp dick end to the night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of some other really shit date movies. I feel like I saw Interstellar on a first date. Boy, That's that a basic a instinct call. on a first date. What's wrong with oh. Interstellar? Uh, I mean, it was well. a, it was a fantastic movie and stuff, but like. There was no romance after that. We ended up becoming boyfriend girlfriend afterwards, but we had a great conversation that night. But it was just like we were just exhausted, like emotionally and like because of how long it was. We need a better phrase than that means boyfriend girlfriend without saying it. When you say boyfriend girlfriend, it sounds so like immature. Like you're well, a couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but they, you're a couple when you're dating. Like, too. what about you go together? 
Yeah, right. Going steady. <laughs> everything's everything's. We, we became really partners. Sure. We started a business. We, we were boyfriend girlfriend. Just like I don't know. Just so what is Ashley C or fiance? I guess fiance. Yeah. Hmm. I call her my girlfriend on a regular basis, and she says, duh, 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 duh. "How dare you? How dare you?" What's fiance. Meg to you? The girl. Okay. Yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. But we're not dating. She made that very clear. You're not dating. No, I mean we're, we're like boyfriend and girlfriend, but that's different to dating. You're going apparently. steady. You're in a committed relationship. Yeah. There you go. You, yeah. What is dating then? Just the the front bit, the beginning bit, where you go on dates. You you're, trying, you, you're trying to figure it out. Gotta have progression. I feel Don't, like yeah, dating's like the job interview part. I feel like there needs to be a term for boyfriend or girlfriend who lives with you. I agree with that. There's no separation. It's like oh my girlfriend, oh, she lives uh, with me. Living in sin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always go with the very generic partner. Because I feel like the step from girlfriend to girlfriend who lives with you is bigger than the step from girlfriend who lives with you to wife. Really, is it? Because not not as much changes. Okay. If I mm. like, if I got married, if I was married now, nothing in my life would be different well, except the you, label. You of divide it. everything by two. <laughs> you made my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, your microphone just died in Ooh. front of me. Your microphone just watched the boy in the striped pajamas. <laughs> 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 I, I haven't seen this movie. I don't know what it is, but it sounds horrible. It's really really sad. There was another time where I was uh, with someone, a, a lady. We were not going steady. And it was uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And the Good DVD, movie. it is a great movie. And we were laughing and having a great time and stuff like that. And then like towards the end, you know, we were doing things. And then it went through the credits. And then the theme, like the menu song that plays during the menu was is uh, Russell Brand singing Inside of You. <laughs> <laughs> inside of you, inside of you, and it was just on loop. And I thought it was gonna stop after like five repeats, and then I was like, "Stop! I gotta go." And, like, turned the fucking thing off. And or... were you inside when that happened? When it came on? Mm, maybe. Once that again, was you're in the living room. Ago. I gotta point out too. Is this like your bedroom chronically dirty? No, that was that you're, was you, my you just enjoy fucking on the couch. That was my bedroom at my mom and dad's house. Which is a whole different thing. She go, hey baby, the bedroom's for your boyfriend girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get the bedroom. How did you have sex when you were living with your parents? Uh, I never did. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Yeah, now I was living with my parents. No, I just I didn't have sex till college. That's not something you can take back. What do you mean? Was them here and you do that? Uh, well, with with me though, like my how my room was on the opposite side of the house. I wonder if my parents were aware. Of course, I wonder if they're watching this right now. They might have been. What's up? Call him and ask him. Nope. I'm good. Text him. Uh, have you ever done it with a girl at her parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was fucking risky, too. Because uh, <laughs> there was one time where we we almost got caught. We heard the garage door open. And we just, like, it was, like, the whole thing where you're throwing clothes on and trying to clear off the sweat and the <laughs> wipe off the things. Wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> That was like that was a really scary. That like if I had to think of like a scary moment, that was one of them where I was just like, "Holy shit, I'm getting my ass beat." Yeah. Um. No. um yeah. Never. Never. Never did it at my parents' house. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Even later, as an adult visiting, not that I visit very frequently. Oh, uh, well, I remember in that situation. That's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> or like at yeah. at like a family when you take a family trip. Yeah. That's what I want to know still, about. No matter, that never gets normal. That'd be a good stat to know at each each person at the company. What was the oldest they were when they had sex at their parents' house? I imagine like full grown adults when they go home for holidays. Yeah, yeah. but can't you just not do it for like a weekend? So with that specific situation, <laughs> only, only a weekend maybe. Yeah. You take out your parents' SUV 
and you fold down the seats in the back and you find an empty neighborhood that's under construction. And then afterwards you get paper towels and you wipe down the sweaty windows. Speculation didn't happen. <laughs> Blaine, you've, uh, you've had a lot of uh, interesting experiences. You're a grown man, rent a car. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Put it in there, car. Uh, rent, rent, rent a hotel. Oh yeah, rent a room. <laughs> Get a room. Here, let me read this thing. I want to remind everyone: this podcast is also brought to you by the Rooster Teeth store and its brand new Achieve Collection. If you don't know about Rooster Teeth, Rooster Teeth was founded by a few, bro- a few broke college kids who wanted to make movies <laughs> but couldn't afford to, so they cut out the middleman and made their own. A few billion views later, they're still at it. Uh, seriously though, we're really excited about the new line from Achievement Hunter. Uh, I think it really represents the Achievement Hunter guys and their punk rock aesthetic. No, it doesn't. <laughs> we got the t-shirts here. I uh, got a couple right there. Uh, but they're also got long sleeve tees, a hoodie, and a hat. Uh, they just went up this weekend. They're selling like crazy. Go ahead and check them out at store.roosteeth.com and tell them Gus sent you. That's me. I'm Gus. Of course, the other one. Blaine, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta turn to the camera, dude. No. Oh, I was looking at it. It's a good bit. He's, he's holding up and looking at it. He's blocking his face with a giant black shirt. It's good looking. Anyway. So I had the idea that we should get in the gaps where there's no actual sponsorship. We should get someone from sales to come on and explain themselves. I don't. Do you, I mean, do you mind though? I mean, we, no, I don't does mind. it make does it make any difference to us? You know, right? But should, I, I mean, it's, no. I mean, I'm fine with with having no ad there, but someone dropped the ball, right? Yeah, right. It seems like it. I can't remember. It's it's been like a long time since we've had open inventory. Are, what happened? Is the are we losing popularity? We're gonna have to uh, update the uh, who hates Gavin the most question after this one. <laughs> well, well, now we're on Spotify, so even more people can listen. Hopefully, that's good. And there's no ads, so it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I, I want to tell you about something that came up last week. You told me I did homework for the podcast. Okay. You told me to watch the Cloverfield Paradox. Yes. And I watched the Clover, Cloverfield Paradox. I can't remember what your opinion of Cloverfield Paradox was. Okay with My it. opinion was, it's okay. It's not a great movie, but I'm glad they're making it. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. Everyone was so upset about this movie. It's okay. It's totally fine. Yeah, there are pretty some pretty glaring <clears throat> plot holes. Yeah. But. It's fine. Yeah. That's, that's why I told you. Totally just just watch it for yourself. I don't get it. I don't get why people were so mad about that right. movie. It's fine. Are they mad about the end? Are they mad about the middle? I think they're, uh, they're like you said, there's some weird pacing and plot inconsistency things, but it's fine. It's it's just a B sci-fi film. Just yeah. go watch it. Yeah. It's got it's got a cool a couple of cool concepts about it and maybe they wanted more of a tie-in to the Cloverfield universe. But I like the open endedness and the ambiguity. Really good cast too. Had a great cast. Cast was good. What's up? The guy who played Monk I love. He's in a Silver Linings playbook. He pl- plays the brother in law. Tony Shalhoub. What's that? What? No, no, not that monk. Have you ever seen the Silver Linings playbook? Yeah, but yeah. I saw it in the theater. I haven't seen it forever. Remember the brother-in-law who's like talking about his job? He's like, and the pressure, the pressure is just choking me. Choking me. <laughs> that guy, he's the guy who plays Monk in that. And it took me, it's one of those actors that it took me like five minutes. I, I know this guy. Yeah. I know him from somewhere. And uh, Ashley was like that with the blonde lady. The blonde lady, you've seen it? Yeah. So the blonde lady was the, the super tall. Yeah. She's the golden lady in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, I, I, it took me a while to figure that out. Yeah. The villain in uh, Man from Uncle. I have seen it. Crazy cool in that. She yeah. could have played Breen of Tarth, too. Hmm. Although, no, I don't think she's like swole enough. Like, she's no hench. Yeah. What's her face her- is like, you know, I, she would kick my ass. She's badass. Yeah. Total fucking And she has badass. a nice butt. Remember that one God. episode where her butt, uh, you No. What? She, yeah, she, she was in the pool with Jamie, and then he says something <sighs> right. offensive. She stands up and is like, but 
Oh, yeah. And it's a good butt? Yeah. Like season three or something. That's when she was taking him back south. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or season two. The, the, the big one I was surprised at in Cloverfield Paradox was that Chris O'Dowd. <clears throat> I was like, what's he doing in this film? And then it's like, he does like the occasional like weird comedic relief. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I the guy from Batman? The guy who was- he was in, cred. He's Oh, the, from he's oh, like that Irish who I, I'm thinking yeah, of Chris Welsh. O'Connell. Yeah, the guy from It Crowd. <laughs> Neil Patrick. He was, yeah, he was the, the cop in Bridesmaids. Yeah. Which I thought was weird casting, the cop from Bridesmaids. Did they ever address the fact that he was foreign? Can you be a yeah, cop in the United States? I think they did ask him that, and he's like, mm. Yeah? Is that- is, sorry. Is I'm pretty that, sure you so, can't be. I couldn't be a cop. I think you can. If you can work, why couldn't you? You can uh, be foreign-born and serve in the military, so I'd assume sure. you can be foreign-born and serve in the foreign-born. Uh, foreign-born. Well, I, so like people were so fucking mad about this, or they they either loved it or hated it. Why is why is uh, I never loved it or hated it, but I thought it was yeah. Good. I'm, I'm in uh, the fine. same. It's okay. I, I didn't regret watching it. I'm right. happy. I'm happy they made it, and I'm happy they're gonna make more. Yes. But like, not to bring up Star Wars because I don't want to stick on the conversation for too long. But like, that was the same thing. Whereas people were like, "I fucking hate this movie. This is the greatest Star Wars of all time." Like, why are people so? Am I the only one that can stray in the middle line and be like, "Yeah, it's just I fine. think you just hear the people who are on the extreme ends. I guess a lot louder than you hear the, pe- the the people who are like, "Yeah, it was okay." They're not out like going, "Yeah, it was all right." You know? Yeah, that's true. I heard the funny thing about Star Wars fans, like, you can't be a Star Wars fan because you don't hate episodes 1 through 3, 7, 8, and Rogue One. <laughs> it's like, that's only a true Star Wars fan would hate all those movies, right. you know? It's just so only a true Star Wars fan hates most of the movies. Right, hates all of, all did, of the movies did, did in the franchise. Did you see that controversy, in quotes, about the solo posters? No. Oh, with the, the Sony, the graphic design was the same on the yeah, posters? Yeah, the graphic design was very similar to some, uh, some other posters. What were they? It was And... Some music they are posters. very similar. It's very similar, but I, it didn't seem like a ripoff to me. It seemed like, so, I mean, they're very, very similar, but it seemed like the kind of thing that's generic enough that someone else could have come up with the same concept. My problem with the posters is that they're all fucking like super colorful and looks like a really groovy movie. And then when you see the footage from the trailer, it's like really bleak. It's like the dude that did, he was a cinematographer for Arrival. And it's just like, it's like blue and sad and you know, cold looking. So that's that was my issue. Mm. It, it looked like they're they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy meets Star Wars when really it looks something like else. I don't like any of the older characters like the watching like so I didn't like Solo in episode seven. I didn't like Luke really in episode eight. Leia, I'm still kind of OK with. Why didn't you like Solo? I just didn't like him. I just thought I don't know. Just like. I didn't. I didn't respond to it the way I was hoping I would respond to it. So I didn't find it cool for him to be back in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, that moment, that was in the trailer. I got to see that. Unfortunately, is your issue that you see Harrison Ford and you say, "Hey, that's Harrison Ford, not Han Solo." That might be the case. I think that might be. That, kind that of might be a part of it. Yeah, but I don't feel that way with Mark. Oh, there Hamill. they are. Oh, oh wow! Shit, those are fucking similar. I mean, that's... I think because it's a sequence, and they made the exact same sequence. Yeah. The, the fact that it's the exact same colors is, is yeah, the well, weird. Yeah. The red, blue, and... I mean, they're the exact shade. That's really fucking Chewy's weird. slightly different. The Chewy but... one's a little... Yeah. Yeah. But even, like, the, the yellow poster around it, the yellowed... It's a cool yeah. style. I like those posters. Yeah, there was, um... Uh, what was that Spike Lee movie in the 90s? Clockers? And their poster was basically some murder mystery from the 50s. And they just, it was like a body outline. They just like changed the head going the other way. That was literally all they did. <laughs> and it was like super stylized. Poster. I'm going to look at some. Yeah, poster. clockers. I see it here. Poster ripoff. 
something of a murder, anatomy of a murder or something like that was the the 50s movie. I was talking to somebody today and they said that they were taking issue with the Mary Poppins movie. What? The the upcoming Mary Poppins movie. Oh, they're what? making another one? Yeah. It's got, uh, oh God, what's her name? Is it a reboot or like a sequel? So, is it Emily Blunt that's in it? Anybody? Emily Blunt? No shit. I'd yeah. see Emily Blunt, dude. She's I like Emily well. Blunt. She's the best. I think no, it's a, married to the Jim Kazarinski from Office. Yeah. What does that have to do with it? What? You asked if she's yeah. married. Tim Kazarinski from well. SNL in the fifth in the eighties. So what's his name? Krasinski? Krasinski. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. Man, he's directing a film coming up that looks fucking cool. Quiet um, place? Quiet. <clears throat> is it quiet place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He directed that? Yeah. He wrote oh. and directed it. And he wrote it? in it. Oh shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I oh, like dude, that guy. The second trailer for that movie is pretty fucking intense. Yeah. I think I've seen a trailer for that yet. Quiet Place? Yeah. See the first trailer. Make sure you watch the first one. Um, it's cool. You should go see it. I like John Kuczynski because he he told what was what with Hillary's emails and Benghazi. What? What are you talking about? He was in the Benghazi movie. <laughs> <laughs> Got a friend named Ben Gazi. What is, well, I don't get I don't get this. It's uh it's How do you like, feel about Jordan Peele getting that Oscar? I feel great about Jordan Peele getting it. I feel great, but I think oh, I'm gonna catch a lot of shit for this. I think Cloverfield Paradox and Get Out fall in the same category for me. Everyone's going ape shit for Get Out. To me, it felt like a, to me it felt like an episode of Black Mirror that was a feature length episode. Everyone's like, oh my god, it was such a crazy story, and like this, it like took all these twists and turns. I was like, what twists and turns? Like it just was pretty much like straight through. Well, you kind of had that first twist where it's like, oh, something's up. Yeah, but that's like immediately like the premise of the movie. I think you're right. I think you're going to get a lot of shit for that. I am. <laughs> no, I know. Listen, I, I when, when, she, I, for, when I, she drops him through the floor, it's just it's like a. Ooh. What? <laughs> I rewatched it on like, oh, this weekend before the Oscars, yeah. uh, just to like refresh myself on it, and I loved it. I still like even on a repeat view, and I thought it was. Yeah, it was I watched it again phenomenal. on a plane recently. I, I like it. I realize I'm in the minority on this. Everybody really loves Get Out. I should probably go back and watch it again. And I would recommend see. it. There's I also there, went in after I was pretty well hyped at that point. When you I when I rewatched it, it's an amazing movie that no one's ever seen before. When I rewatched, I also picked up on a lot more that I didn't pick up the first time or the first go through. Mm. Somebody said that to me about Episode Eight. Of Star Wars, that if you go back and you watch it, it makes. Why a cut lot to more me? Sense. Why are you cutting to me? Yeah, we saw, we saw Annihilation, and you you said that'd be good to watch again. I think it would be. Yeah. Um, I don't know when I'll do that. When it's, I watch it on, it's a on Netflix in a week and a half or whatever. <laughs> so. Um, hey, speaking know. of things that uh that people <laughs> don't like, I had a really popular tweet over the weekend about guns and gun control. Go on. Um, I think that. And, and Eddie Rivas said something to me when I when I was talking about this that I think he made he made a really good point. I said I wrote that uh, you know I've been using firearms for years and uh, I understand them, but I think it's time for you know some some gun control. And Eddie said that he thinks it's time to use a different term other than gun control. I agree with that. Mm. I was like I never thought about it that way because I think people have a knee jerk reaction to it <clears> and they think gun control means taking everyone's guns away, you know, with no question. And uh, whereas, you know, I'm, I'm open to let's let's meet in the middle, right? Like it's, it goes back to what you're talking about Star Wars and the extremes. You're only hearing from people who are either fiercely pro having whatever you want or people who want to outlaw it altogether. It's like why th- there's got to be way more people in the middle, just like with Star Wars. Probably 95 percent of people sit in the middle. Why can't those 95 percent of people sit down and figure this stuff out? You know, why do we let these extreme really loud extreme Small groups of people 
dictate you know what we can and can't do in this country it's it's absolutely ridiculous and then last night on the last week tonight john oliver had this really long uh piece the folks of the episode last night was about nra tv and you know how there's that whole thing mm -hmm. about boycott amazon apple and uh roku <laughs> yeah, uh, because they carry it. nra tv uh on the streaming platform and it was really i'd never watched nra tv and they showed some of the the type of programming that's on there and it's really crazy and they don't release like numbers they don't have to right it's not broadcast it, you have no idea how many people are watching that but it's really unique program it's got a very fear-mongering aura to a lot of it and a very uh fear-mongering i guess they're just playing to their base they're playing to that extreme trying to drum up this fear that you need all these weapons or that uh the world is evil and only you can stop them with firearms yeah. like, that's that's not that's not the case. See the crazy, crazy photos from last week of the people who were church having yeah the religious ceremony. With was, guns? was it the Moonies? I read somewhere someone said it was the Moonies it that was, were doing the that. Moonies? The, and the, I was like, the Moonies are still around. The Moonies are Harry, Harry Krishna, it's just, it's right? His son. It's his. It's the dude that started that church. It's his son, I believe. I'm, a, I'm a Moonies. Up. I always find oh, it interesting. The Unification Church. But who's the Sun Young Moon? Yeah, yeah. Was first used in 1974 by the American media. Uh, church members have been have used the word Mooney, including Moon himself, President of Unification. Um, to catch our listeners up, there was a big news thing. I'm sure everybody saw it, where it was a bunch of people were like having some sort of weird, like service where they brought their AR-15s specifically <laughs> and crowns. Yeah, and they had like bullet crowns and shit like that, and they're doing some. It was like it was a renewal of, of your your wedding rites, wasn't it, or, or some shit like that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, just, I saw these photos. It's just like. I don't know. It's just it's it, it is the extremes. It's like hard to believe that some of my friends on the right are like in that group with those people. They're not. Yeah, They're yeah. not. It's like we don't realize there's so many more people that are in the middle. Right. And, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the point I tried to make by saying, you know, in my tweet, I was like, I've owned guns for many years. I'm a. I, I consider myself a responsible gun owner. Like, there's enough of us in the middle. We can make <clears throat> a change ourselves if we don't. Yeah, cow cow to the these extreme ends. Is the majority in the middle? I think so. I, I think so. What the NRA says they have five million members, which is a, a difficult number to back up. But there's three hundred million people in the U.S. Yeah. But playing to the middle just seems very weak. It seems like you have no position because you're just on the fence. Kind yeah, of. just like yeah. I was reading about what it takes to get a gun in Japan, and it was fascinating the procedure to go through it. I think you have to take a written exam about the gun, then you do a, a shooting test, and you mm -hmm. have to score above ninety percent. Then you go through like a criminal background check and then you go through a mental health check. So there's all these stages to it. And at that point, you can buy a shotgun or an air rifle. <laughs> so all of that just to get to the point where you can get, you can get a shotgun basically for, for hunting. And then in like in Australia, I think they have like a similar thing where it's a pretty strenuous process and you have to like explain why you need this weapon and then you have to put it in like a locker and then they examine and they check in on that locker yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. like and, every and then two years conversely there was a, a I think it was a British journalist he was just trying to prove a point he flew to America he flew into Kansas or something to see how quickly he could get a gun mm -hmm. as a tourist as a non-citizen and I think from the from when he landed to having the gun in his hand was like 45 minutes yeah and then I think the guy who Fuck sold me. him the gun was arrested and then the journalist was told not to come back to the US for three years. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. Yeah. That would suck. A journalist comes here and gets a dude arrested. I mean, he should have done his job correctly, but still, it's just like, you know, the guy wants a story and this dude's going to fucking jail because he made a mistake or I don't know if he did it deliber deliberately or not. But uh, yeah, and then you go to a country like Switzerland, 
which you normally associate as being pretty pacifist, and our friend Stefan yep. had to go through a lengthy procedure to not be required to keep a rifle in his house. He had to go through and prove that he was I think, I think when you, a pacifist. Right, they had like mandatory military service, <laughs> right. and then when you're done with your military service, they give you a rifle to take home in case they need to call you up as like a, a militia. It's Switzerland. And, and then the, yeah, he said it was a, a really long process to go through, to fill out paperwork, say he was a pacifist, to be able to return the firearm to the government. And I think there are rules when you when you have that gun at home, you still had to keep it locked away with the ammo somewhere else locked away. So mm -hmm. it was a whole, it was well, the way he describes it, it almost looks like one of those parade rifles. Like it's not, yeah. it's almost like the modern equivalent of a musket. It's not something he said like you would go into a liquor store with and rob. It would just be ridiculous if you tried to do that. I've got a buddy who owns some guns and stuff like that, and he's actually, I think, like probably left-leaning or whatever. I don't know what his political beliefs are, but he invites me out to go shooting, and then I'm always kind of like on the fence about it. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm always preaching about like I'm not a big fan of guns, but he's offering to do it, and he's like a cool dude. What? What? You should go. I, 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 think, I, I think you should learn. I think that's one of the big. I've been before, but it was before like shit kept happening every fucking month, so. I think you should you should go and you should learn. Yeah, just to see like what the differences are, what the difference. Does that make me a hypocrite? Weapons are. I don't think so. Yeah. I know. I don't think so. I mean, I own guns. You know, I, he owns guns. I, yeah. I was thinking of it like this. Um, I consider myself to be more left leaning. Mm. That's just uh, I was raised that way, and I work in creative field, and it's just you, I tend to lean more left on a lot of issues. Um, so the left tends to focus more on the First Amendment, which is freedom of speech, freedom of religion, but mostly freedom of speech. I mean, freedom of speech is always brought up in the U.S. to fight things like censorship. And so I'm a huge proponent of the First Amendment, that people should be able to say what they want, you know, and voice their opinion in whatever they, whatever but they want. But hate speech is included in that. It is. It is. And that to, to me, it's like that's kind of what you have to deal with. You have to deal with hate speech if you're going to give everybody an even voice. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I do recognize that <clears throat> when the Founding Fathers were creating freedom of speech, they couldn't envision the internet mm -hmm. and global networks of computers that can just create stories and put them out there. And that the, you know, machine language and machine learning can create these stories that nobody can tell the difference of what's real and what's not. So, I, and but if you boil that down, that some person running those computers that has freedom of speech that they didn't like amplify it, you know? I mean, if you want to take a simple example, like spam email, mm -hmm. I don't think a guy should be able to send out 800 million emails right for no money at all for like 10 cents I just think that's a burden on everybody so in some cases I, I in this case in particular I would support limiting free speech in that way to take care of some of these things that you know the founding fathers couldn't have seen hmm. what I always come back to though Gavin and we won't belabor this point too much hopefully but um, I come back to what you're talking about with Japan and what you have to go through to get it I always come back to in the US I come back to always to hand grenades everybody knows what a hand grenade is I feel like everybody, I've never used a hand grenade. Have you used one, nope. Blaine? I feel like I could use, and most American average citizens could use a hand grenade with no training whatsoever and probably use it fairly effectively. Pull um, the pin out and love it, right? Pull, well, there's a safety clip. I looked it up. There's a safety clip and then you pull it out, but I'm pretty sure you can figure out that safety right, clip. But yeah. the pin, all it's doing is holding the little handle down, right? Right. And when now it, it flings is, yeah. over, that's the fuses. Right. But well, that's when you throw it. Yeah. yeah. And then the handle pops and that off. flings off. The lever pops off. And it's, it's, we never hear about hand grenade attacks. We just don't hear about them. Like, even in schools, you don't hear about somebody lobbing hand grenades into buildings. You might hear about improvised, like, homemade explosives, though. Homemade explosives, like, they have to go out and build mm -hmm. them. But the reason why they have to do that is hand grenades are not available for purchase. You have to have a Class 3 firearms license and a special certification in order to buy hand grenades. And I can't help but think that 
hey, where's the black market for hand grenades? Where's right. all the outlaws with hand grenades? Everybody knows what these are. They're very effective. You never hear about a guy walking into a liquor store with a hand grenade because he got it on this very easily accessible black market where only outlaws now have hand grenades. And I can't help but think also, if hand grenades were made completely legal like shotguns and AR-15s tomorrow and they sold them at sporting goods stores in Walmart, do you think you would hear about less hand grenade tax because everyone has hand grenades, which would deter people from having hand grenades? Or do you think we'd have a sudden amazing spike I, in hand grenade I tax? Think, I think the counter argument, I'll take up uh, an opposing point uh, with you here just for the sake of argument. Yeah. I think the counter argument is you don't hear about that because guns are readily accessible enough. That there's no need to resort to using a hand grenade when you can use a gun just as effectively for the same. But a gun has such a wider range of what you can like. So whenever, but I'm you do talking, hear about people making but, bombs because they wouldn't. You wouldn't hear about that because they just go out and buy the things. But buying what you need to make a bomb is a step in which you can be discovered and stopped. True. True. Whereas if like if you can buy a six pack of hand grenades with you know a 15 minute background check or whatever, it's normal and they're fucking everywhere, you know? Mm. So you don't need to make a pipe bomb or a fertilizer bomb or something Whenever like a mass shooting happens, and, pe and people are like, oh, just get rid of guns, you won't get mass shootings. The next argument is, well, then someone will just use something else. Like, they point to Europe where it's always like a van will plow through a crowd of people. Yeah. But there's a limit to what you could do with a van. I mean, you can't... That's it for a van. You can't have a standoff. You can't hold someone at van point. There's no, there's no like, you, you can't keep people there with a van. It's like, <laughs> the, the, a gun is so much more than any other weapon just from how quickly you can turn a situation around with one. Yeah. Even I, a knife. You can I, like, if you've got a room full of people with a knife, you're not going to be able to kill everyone I, I, with a I knife. agree with that. It's like, I, I think when you say like you want to approach this you know, intelligently and you want to try to decrease easy access to firearms, you're not saying you're going to stop every potential crazy person from committing every crime or all murder. these crimes yeah, right. and all these acts you're just trying to make it harder and reduce the number yeah and i think that makes it less convenient right it's like i think that's a sensible way to look at it it's and i think a lot of people feel it's an, it's an endorsement of it that we allow since people can have these devices you know that can kill a large number of people that it seems like an endorsement if we continue to allow these to be legal it's like this feeling that we don't care that people lots of people are being killed by it it's a hard one to talk about especially for me as a foreigner just because i wasn't raised with the same mindset as americans but now like living here for so long i see it i can see why americans yeah. don't ever want to give up the guns because yeah. everyone's raised with it yeah, it'd be like me being raised without the queen some people <laughs> uh came after me actually uh with my tweet because i said that you know i fired my first firearm when i was five and I, I got my first one as a gift for my ninth birthday and people were like well there's the problem you know why the fuck are you giving a weapon that can kill to a nine-year-old. It's a part of society. Right? It's like, well, my father was in law enforcement. Like, there's a lot more. I can't explain it all in a tweet. It's like, there was a reason, you know, my, there, the, my, like I said, my father was in law enforcement. There were already guns in the house. Yeah. They wanted me to not be curious about them and try to play with them in secret without them knowing. And your situation... To to most Europeans probably sounds like man that's a crazy product. It was mainly Europeans it's, it's, who came yeah, after it, me. As an American, totally normal experience. Right, and like, I, I bought I, my I kids a BB gun when they were really young. Man, I didn't think anything about that. Did, you, did when you were growing up, did kids have pellet guns and BB guns? We had BB guns. Yeah, I mean it's like a it's to me it's just a normal progression of that. It's the American mindset. Shooting is, with a friend, it's fun. You want to you want to like, protect your family, right? That's like the reason people have them. You want to protect your family or potentially fight the government if they turn. Right. I mean, that's the that's the spirit of the Second Amendment, yeah. which which is crazy now because 
one of the arguments that we're making, it's just like, it just goes to show, it's like we, we're losing sight of everything. One of the arguments that keeps being made now is, hey, we should arm teachers, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. I read a great tweet about that, which is like, we should absolutely give every teacher a gun. That way they can sell it and make up for the pay that we're not giving them. <laughs> but arming teachers and then also or uh, having uh, law, law enforcement of some kind or station people who are armed in schools. It's like literally we're going to use the Second Amendment to justify arming government officials and employees and putting them in our schools and our communities. That's literally the opposite of what the Second Amendment <laughs> right. is all That's about. A good point. It's literally the opposite. And now, but now it's like it's not about that anymore. Now it's just about don't take also, my guns. Also, that's the easier soundbite. How's that going to help? Like at the most recent shooting, the one in Florida, and it's not even the most recent shooting. The the most recent big shooting in Florida, uh, there was a deputy with a gun there. I don't like talking about that guy. I don't like man. Right, and it's like you—that's th the counter argument. Is the good guy with a gun is going to stop it? It didn't happen. Well, yeah, I mean, the guy was apparently. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there, but everything I read, where he was there with a gun, like he was at the school. Here's the shots, and he didn't go into the building for something like four minutes or something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, he wouldn't he go in. Cool him back up or something. Yeah, and then immediately, from what I understand, re resigned. Yes. Like, right afterwards, like it was like I resigned. I'm out. It's like. It's just it's 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 terrible situation as know? someone with kids would you feel safe sending them to a school where the teacher had a gun? Oh gosh, man Any question? I mean I kept uh, I know I guess not but then I also live under the illusion It's probably an illusion that no one in that school has a fucking gun which were in Texas There's probably like a bunch of the seniors probably. have guns in the cars in the parking lot mm -hmm. Even yeah. though the signs all over the school. I think like, every school has a no gun sign, right? That's it means yeah, well, I mean sure well my parents are both teachers, and I don't want to drag them in because I don't want to speak for them because we have different views and stuff. But I do know that as teachers, they couldn't bring themselves to shoot a fucking student, man. That'd be tough. They devoted their lives to teaching these kids, and it'd be my parents really are teachers hard. too. Now you say that, yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard to imagine my parents. I mean, they wouldn't in the hallways, kids, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's a really people snap the high stress situations. Yeah. Like that one dude that actually barricaded himself in. I heard it like I don't know. That that sounds like a weird situation as well. The teacher yeah. that, yeah, never mind. Anyway, other <laughs> yeah. Long story short, there's plenty of us in the middle. We should be able to figure this out. I think a large part of it is just education, Blaine, learning about guns. Oh, okay. and uh, and and becoming more comfortable with them. That way, we can talk and everyone can be on the same page, and we don't have these these misunderstandings about what it is that we're talking about. Well, it's Alex Leonard. He, he's he, he's the guy with the guns, and he's a. Uh, Former military. You should so, absolutely go with him. Yeah, I also really love Alex. He's a very delightful person. Yeah, he's we, we have a bunch of people at the company that look like Rainbow Six operators. <laughs> Alex Leonard looks like Blackbeard. Uh, Aaron Wynn looks like Ella. And then I'm naming off people that nobody knows. And then uh, oh, wow. fucking... Uh, uh, Who do you look like? Issa looks like uh, Dogaby. Like, spot on like Dogaby. Who do I look like? Do I don't know who Dogaby is. Dogaby's the new South Korean operator. Oh, she's new. Yeah, okay. she's got glasses. Like when they launched, they're like announcing all the operators. I was like, holy shit! That looks uh, just but like but I feel compelled to point out uh, an update from Twitter. Mm. At Swiss Mom eight eight seven three says Switzerland Switzerland no longer requires their soldiers to keep the gun at home. It is voluntary now. I am Swiss, and my brother in law still lives there. Thank you. Oh, oh cool. Thank you for the Thank update. you, Swiss I mom. Did not know that. And then, to be fair, that story with Stefan was probably 10 years old at this point. So. Longer than I mean, 12 Maybe. or 13, yeah. yeah. So since she's so a Swiss old. mom, it's you could probably assume she's not a Swiss miss. 
<laughs> your face. That that joke your definitely Swiss miss. Swiss miss. So I'm the age that you were when you started the Red vs. Blue. Yeah, <laughs> the man. Red vs. Blue. Yeah. That's crazy. 29? Yep. I mean, it was 2003. Uh, I started working, it's, it crossed over my birthday, so I started working on it in 2002. In September, I started working on the trailer and like concepting it out. But then we started April Back when the first. Was still up. Yeah, yeah, April first, two thousand three, and I was thirty then. I was thirteen. So I, I say twenty nine, but I was thirty when Rushdie started. I was going through. I, I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast. But I was going through a bunch of old photos and I handed them over to the documentary crew, and uh, I had a lot of photos from like early on, like the early the the spare bedroom, the beauty office, and stuff. And there's just a point where I don't. I didn't have them anymore. And the doc crew came back to me and said, "Hey, we're really missing photos from this time frame. Do you have anything?" I was like, why don't I have any photos from there? And I realized that that's the time I got an iPhone. Yeah. It's like, oh, all my photos are on my phone in my iCloud now. And I looked and I was like, oh, I do have photos from there. Oh, I, just, I just never think to scroll back that far. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's plenty of photos. So it's like, I got them like another five and a half gigs of photos and videos. It's weird that because there was a shift from where people stopped carrying cameras as much and then they switched to phones, but the phone cameras were so shit back then that it's like, yeah. Photos are really good quality, and then they just go, they well, take a dive. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I went with digital cameras, too, in the late 90s. They yeah, but film you... cameras, and then digital cameras came out, but they were like a half a megapixel. Yeah. So all the sh- pictures for like four four years look like shit, yeah, and then the they got better, like, then they got shitty the, again. The stuff on Netflix, like you can watch an episode of The Twilight Zone, it looks phenomenal, it's black and white. Right. It looks phenomenally crisp, though, because they just rescanned all the film. But then when whenever they switch to video, it's like this this shit's cheap. Yeah, it's you can't remaster that. No, nope. it's I awful. To, I had to like delete oh, so many old photos before I sent them to the dark crew because I was like, oh, that's blurry, that's blurry, that's you're blurry. Just embarrassed. That's blurry. <laughs> so it's like they're all terrible. It's like in low light, the you know early phone cameras couldn't do anything with unless you had a huge light. Are you yeah. concerned that there's gonna be a huge chunk of your life that's missing because you don't have like the physical media to show it? Like you may have lost an iPhone, an iPhone's worth of. Photos, which is like a year and a half. You yeah, know. I lost my, I lost 2008. Really? Yeah. That sucks. 2007. I had a Sony, like K something, something else. So we selfies with Barbara. I, I, I'm not <laughs> the least bit worried about that because I have, when my parents died, I got our, fo- our family photo albums. And it's basically from the time I was born till about 13 or 14, maybe even later, like all the way through high school. There's like four or five books that have about 50 photos each in them. And that's it. Like that, that's it. Now I've got tens of thousands of photos and videos of my kids in the last 15 years. It's like, I yeah. can lose... I have more pictures of my cat than I have of myself between the ages of, like, 0 and 15. Do you saw that wall of, like, all of your family members and stuff like that? Yeah, like you my, that I have all my friends have my photo wall. I didn't put that in the final vlog, but it's there. Mm. Yeah, I moved it. It's, like, right outside my bedroom. It's in my little writing nook that I have. Cool. Do you have a jerk off to it? <laughs> what? The photo what? wall? <laughs> What's wrong with you? If like, you had to, okay, a million dollars, but, <laughs> but every day you have to stare at a different picture and jerk off every morning. I do that every. I do that already. <laughs> what do you mean? I think he means on your photo on wall. wall. Yeah. Oh, my photo wall. Yeah, you have to like start at the top left for a million dollars. Okay, what do I care? Yes. Could you actually work up a a good chub, good go off some of those photos? I got a million bucks. Absolutely, yeah, you're gonna have to jerk off to Blaine. That means. I'm on your wall? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he is somewhere. Seattle's got the gum wall. He's going to have the cum wall. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I got a million <laughs> nice. bucks, though. I got a million yeah. bucks. Who yeah, would, a, who would do this hit. for a million bucks? I would do it for mm. 5400 a month. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet you would. Do, does anybody have a... Um, this is a weird question. Come on. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Does anybody have an ex-girlfriend box? 
A what box it? in which you store things from past relationships. Fuck I got no. that. I got that for the IRS. I got like I got. I I could show you. I have W twos going back to like ninety seven. Mm -hmm. I think they can only pull up. They can only request like seven years ago. I think time. I'm about to like just start shredding some of it. I keep records on everything. I just keep them for fucking ever. Yeah. I have I have filing cabinets. I don't know anybody else who has filing mm -hmm. cabinets at their house. Why don't you just PDF it? Because that's a that's an effort. So Gus was talking about. Uh, the dock that we're working on. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I was a person who had those cameras, and I can remember there was a Sanyo camera I got. That was my first camera that recorded to digital media. Everything was tapes before that, like the Sony VX1000, that classic mini DV camera. But then I had a format that only Sony had, of course. Oh, I know. And it's, just, it's a format called Micro MV, and it's this tiny little tape, tiny. And it was this little handheld thing, and it was fucking amazing and state-of-the-art. But the camera stopped working years ago. This is like 2004 I had this thing. So I went on eBay, and I found one new in the box for 300 bucks. And I was like, oh, shit, I'll, I'll buy this, and I'll have access to all these tapes that I can't view any other way. Mm. Got it on eBay, 300 bucks. I get it in, is I that charge that? it. Uh, that looks that's like mini that's DV. mini DV. That's mini DV. Yeah, that's mini DV. Tell by the case. But uh, I got this mini MV player in. And then I remember how it works. Like you hit the button, the thing goes kunk, opens, and it goes and opens up. And then you put the tape in that and it goes and lowers down. And it has a stupid label on it, like, don't push this. Of course, this camera, by the time I get it out of the box, is 15 years old. It literally goes bump, opens up, and then it goes and like died instantaneously. So I was like, yeah, there's no way. It's just like it's been in a box for 15 years. The gears are just like. There's these tiny little gears that are all just like now fused yeah, together. You just have to remove all that shit yeah, and then just put 3D, your tape in manually. 3D print a new gear. Or they have like D DIT stations that you like, like VCRs for those things, right? Now, this this format's so specific. I did find a place online where I could just ship my micro MV tapes Ooh. and they'll oh. ship it back to me. You don't yeah, do that. I'm not going to do that. You're hey, you're shipping the originals. And also, there could be anything on that. I know, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> We, uh, I ran into Matt because he's the one that was running it. Matt Hames uh, is one of the dudes that works on our documentaries and stuff. And he, when we were doing the documentary with me and Barbara doing uh, Connected, um, I found out that the lady that was doing DEIT, which is the person that... Uh, Digital like, image technician? Yeah, they like digest all of the video and audio and then they organize it for the editors and stuff. It was a girl that I had actually seen during college. Like it was like somebody I dated. And after finding that out, I, they gave us handy cams that we would record ourselves with. And I, um, I sat down the camera and I ate pizza for an hour, knowing that she was gonna have to watch the entire thing. What's wrong Why? With what the you? fuck, dude? Like an F you to her? Why? Because it didn't end well in college, man. <laughs> well, so I'm curious now. Yeah, what kinds right of things are in your ex girlfriend box? Digital imaging technician. That's what it is. Digital imaging technician. Uh, no, it's just like it's I old, like like uh, old. You know those photo booth photos. You don't want to throw those away because yeah. they're memories. But I got like a fuck ton of those. And then there's just like hair. little knickknacks. You know, like uh, not hair. Fuck. Uh, like photo <laughs> books. I had a couple of girlfriends make me old like photo books, like that kind of stuff. Just like pictures. Do you have a mixtape? Uh, yeah, I do. I have like three mixtapes in there from an old, old, old girlfriend. Nice. So, yeah. I don't have anything. I don't have anything either. I don't have anything. No? You just, did you, do you, do you throw that away or is it, do you just never have any really have relationships? It. Never had a relationship this long. You, you surely have had a photo booth photo with an ex-girlfriend. What happened to it? Well, you know what, you know what Gavin uh -huh. has, which I don't know, I'm surprised you know, is Gavin just has that on Facebook. Like, did you delete photos of you with your exes on Facebook? Nah. Yeah.
Yeah. That's like a normal thing now. Like, I can go to the Ashley's pos- Facebook page and go back and see, like, horrible boyfriends That's stuff. so bad, and I wish that there was, like, some sort of backup for that because I purged all my fat photos. So, like, I, I remember going through when I was losing weight. And I was yeah, like, if only there was a way to back up pictures, guys. Yeah. I mean, exactly. shit. When are we going to figure that well, out? No, I'm saying, like, there's, like, an emotional thing. If only they hadn't stopped it. making apps, Gus. Oh, they it. could have that. The, the, the great app back decline app. of 2018. <laughs> the app crash. It was in a when it happened. of passion that I deleted all these photos, and now I was like, well, fuck, my mind is completely changed about that subject. I wish I hadn't deleted all those things. Well, well why did you delete them? I'll just shove them on a drive. You didn't take them with your computer on Facebook. They exist in another format. You uploaded these things. Yeah, they're right. They deleted them off. My social because I was embarrassed by them. Yeah, but where are the originals? Where are the originals? Deleted because I was so embarrassed. So you deleted them. them twice. Twice. Yes. That's on you, dude. That point. It's unfortunate. Here's your solution. Get fat again. Okay. Take some photos. Okay. And get the problem solved. Just put it set up a camera, eat pizza for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> if I told you to gain 20 pounds, what uh, do you want to say what you weigh? Is that some uh, weird thing with you? No, no, no. It's I think I'm player 170, 175. Are you really? Wow. So if I told you you need to weigh 200 pounds, okay. Could you do that? Like, are you keeping yourself in check all the time? Well, I would go at that with, I would do mass exercises, but I'd also, like, eat, like, shit. Like, I would do, yeah. like, a combination. That way, once it's done, then I could have been, like, yeah, I was bulking, and then I come back jacked. I just want to throw this out. More than ever. I'm the same weight as Blaine. Oh, you are? 175. You should stand side by side. It's like, I'm a perfect human, perfect human specimen right here. Did you hear about the guy who was- Look at that, he called you a perfect human specimen. Oh, thanks. See, that was such a nice compliment. Nice. Didn't even, I appreciate you. It. It's the guy who eats Big Macs every day. Oh he's yeah, he's about to hit his like thirty thousandth Big Mac. Or really? Something. How much is that? How much are Big Macs? How much money? Three bucks? Three three? Yeah, three ninety nine. No, they're more than that. How many? How many? I, I don't think so. Thirty thousand? Four fifty? How much is a Big Mac? I'm looking it up. With tax? How no. many? How many Big Macs did he? How many? Eat? Don't do the with tax bullshit. What's it on what the you, menu? What do you mean? Why? Why tax in the price? What's why it on is the nowhere menu? in the price with the tax on the? No, it's tax deductible. It's his drop. Because it's different in different states, and yeah, it's but, not. It's not a fair conversation. Yeah, but yeah. What? Go ahead. Just print a bunch of Texas prices. And put them in every but Texas it's Big potentially Mac. also different by county. Oh Christ! But he, you he, know what? You know what price I pay when I buy a Big Mac in England? The price that listen, it says on the dude, board. Listen, because tax dude. is included <laughs> in the price. I agree with you, but that's not going to change the fact that the system's broken right now. Yeah, look, look the, I don't. I never know how much I'm spending. It's not, it's, this our, oh, our system is superior. If, if it's like it's going to be like twenty nine bucks, and I've got three tens, I know I can't afford it. Yeah, there I you know go. it's going to go over. Now you know what's the price? Is the point in the prices on stuff? I agree. I agree with you. Hey, look up what county he lives in, and you can find I'm out what the tax. doing all this shit. You can find out how much the tax is depending on what city he lives in. The, it must Big Macs must cost different in different places because it's not on their website. Well, how much is it in Texas? It's got to be easy. To it's got to be more than four. How much do you say? I, 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 I would, up, I would bet three bucks. Three bucks? But are you talking about just the just the sandwich? Okay. And he yeah, ate how three. many? I'm guessing. How many did he eat? I think he's he's over like twenty eight thousand or something. He's gonna. The price of a Big Mac was three fifty seven in the United States. I said three ninety nine. Yeah. You called me an asshole. By the way, three three fifty seven, not a price. What's that with tax? <laughs> oh, that's probably with tax. Is that? That might be with tax, yeah. Because oh, it's three fifty seven. No, why would they calculate tax? They can't calculate tax. Why would they say three fifty seven? Wait, it price was... of a Big Mac was two twenty nine pounds in the United Kingdom. Two pounds twenty nine. According to fastfoodmenuprices.com, a Big Mac is three ninety nine. That's for a meal. What is the most a meal with the with the fries and this, the coke? This can't be right. It's a steal. I thought I, thought I could get a big Mac. <laughs> anyway, he bought every Big Mac. McDonald's doesn't give him anything special, but he's not. He apparently buys the whole week's worth of Big Macs up front and just microwaves them each night. Whoa. Which That's, sounds gross. Yeah, because he's got vegetables in there that are. He's, he's not. He's yeah. not overly fat, apparently. 
There's a guy in Super Size Me that they talk about who like ate a Big Mac every day. I think it might be that deal. dude. Might be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's no dollar loaf of bread or anything. Do you well, know about dollar loaf of bread is a fucking steal. Like you guys made fun of me for that. Dollar loaf of bread? A loaf of bread, a French bread for one dollar. Where do you get it for a buck? Really? You told me like a baguette? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 it's, it's like, like it's a like low thick French like, like a fat like a bloomer. Several sandwiches worth. One dollar. Yeah, that's tough because then you get in that center and you start pulling out like that's all pure gluten. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> kind of want soup right now. I made Japanese pancakes for the kids. I was gonna try to make them for the pancake podcast, but we had the robot, so we went with that. I don't know. Can't do those Japanese pancakes. I'm not good at it. Kids liked them, but I just couldn't get them. Like maybe one more enough. trip to Japan just to just to get the ins and outs, and then we'll come back. I would love if JD would go live in Japan. That sounds like get the fuck out of here, kid. But I really think he he had such a good time in Japan. I think it's he really likes the culture there. You should have lived in Japan. I thought, yeah, I could do that. I think I could do that. Oh, you'd love it. It's all orderly and. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, I'm big. I stand out. Oh, uh, taking pictures I'm, of you. Well, no, I'm the wrong size for everything. Like shower heads are too low, mm. and like it's just it's it's weird being just build too big. Your own house. And, yeah, even when you're in public, like doors are a little weird, <laughs> and like everything's just a little too small. Let me ask your opinion on something, and you as well, Gavin. I already asked us. Just ask the question, Blaine. It's gonna set it up, but okay. I never answered your personal question. Yeah, you did. About the expiration date. No, yeah, yeah you, you got a really full, yeah, it's okay. a nice answer. Uh, I uh, am traveling to Japan, and then I have some travel afterwards. Uh, one of my options to come back is through Moscow. Do you think I should take that? Hell yeah. 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 Yeah, to put wait, a pin wait, wait, in what Russia. What is this for what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be in Japan for vacation, then, like, I got to go to, to some other stuff. And uh, one of the possible routes to get back is through Moscow. And it doesn't change the price? Yeah. Uh, it's actually cheaper. Like fucking a, go to Moscow. That's yeah. what I told him. No, no, I'm going to. But are I was, you worried I about if, the safety of that? Well, I mean, if this is going to be. I'm doing this in like August. By then, we might be at war or something. So, do you think it's that getting I should, a little weird? Yeah, like tensions are getting Blaine, high. Do you think that's a good if, idea? If if they go to war, just get a refund. Dude, you could probably get a war refund. Yeah, the USSR fucking collapsed. Like, had a full on economic collapse. In the late 80s, right? They broke up. Or 90? Yeah. yeah, they broke apart. So now there's all these separate about, countries. Right? Russia was the big one, obviously, is now separate. The whole thing, and it was for years, we talked about just like the crazy little kind. How the fuck did they build such an incredible cyber crimes division that apparently it's, is way better than what we have? It's cheap. You just need to buy computers. You doesn't even need to be a powerful so computer. So we should have that. We should have that. Yeah. The, the problem is, I think here, if you do that kind of stuff, you do like private sector. The government doesn't. Actively, like if you if you're good at that, you don't work for the government. Everybody's playing think, PUBG, right? Do you think there's a government building somewhere just mining Bitcoin? Like U.S. Probably. government, or like do they have a room in the Pentagon that's just churning out Bitcoins? There was something where there was an app that you installed, and the the, the developer just added in a uh, Bitcoin mining. Some routine. websites were doing that. Was that what you like cloud mm-hmm. mine from your phone? From your but they were telling you they were it was for their benefit, not for yours. So you you were just spending your processing power or GPU power, yeah. And Unknowingly, yeah, that must no. have drained the battery on devices. Yeah, apparently it's a. I mean, there's a lot of theories about the sustainability of Bitcoin just based on the power consumption of it. Well, Trevor and Michael were bitching about the price of uh, 1080 Ti right now. It's like inflated by like 700 bucks. Yeah, what? graphics card. The graphics, yeah, the graphics cards, cards are, like, are like crazy expensive right now. You can't buy them anymore. And like a 900 dollar card is like 1600 bucks or something. Really. Yeah, because yeah. everybody's it, buying them. Because all the Bitcoin miners buy them. I didn't know this. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. Yeah, that's like a huge problem right now. Yeah, and I think Nvidia has been trying to encourage retailers to stop, but to stop selling 
products to people who are mining and to try to How target do they people. Tell her? If I guess if you're buying a bunch or if you're like trying to buy like a pallet of uh, video cards. Mm. It's like uh that meth thing that was pseudofedrin that they make the meth out of. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. You'll have to have a license now to buy a video card. That's crazy. I didn't know that. So they should use the GPU. What they mm -hmm. should do is now to buy a graphics card. You take a written exam, and then you score above a certain amount in a video game. You gotta keep your computer locked in one box, your video card locked <laughs> yeah. in another one. Oh, but then only the outlaws will have ultra high quality well, settings. <laughs> <laughs> only the outlaws will be running 2160p. <laughs> we'll be stuck at 1440. Bunch of chumps. Man, What's your resolution that you run right now? 4K. What, uh, what is that? Like my new resolution? What's that? 2160? So, so I run 3440 no. by 1440. So okay. the wide aspect ratio, which... I don't really like care what? about the resolution, but I got the super wide. So like PUBG is like I got like a. You can see the cheaters coming from all directions, dude. I saw it was Naomi Kyle had this crazy Samsung monitor. There's you even that wider ones now. It, it's like it wraps around her head. Yeah, that was an exaggeration, but it's a wicked wide monitor. I don't know the resolution of it. Yeah, there's these new super. Like someone was telling me, I think it was Hex who was on the podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, her and Peter were in town, and they were talking about. They saw our monitors. And go, you should get those really wide ones. I go, these are the really wide ones. I go, no, there's ones that are now like crazy wide. I was like, oh my gosh, I we couldn't get that. Done get two of them, and just wrap all the way around. Wrap, yeah, it's that's like, big, like a big circle. Minority <laughs> just, like, report. Looking 360 degrees. I played uh, Don't Starve with the kids this weekend. Mm -hmm. It had a setting that I've never seen in the options of a video game ever. It had a setting for if you play the game on two monitors, little checkbox. How? So, would, what? What advantage would? I guess it will what? just spread the game out over two monitors. But like, where's okay. your crosshair if it's not in the middle? You never uh, played Don't Starve. It's, it's not like, uh, well, no, he's right. This character stays kind where, of. How do you center. shoot the bad guys? Well, the character does stay in the center. So what does it do? Just like moves the HUD into convenient places? Now I want to hook up a second monitor and find out. I don't know. I don't oh, know. You should. Yeah, I'm sure it keeps like your inventory video. and like other stuff. Yeah, there's Naomi Kyle and her flipping amazing monitor. That's pretty cool. You would need that desk. That's like the only desk <laughs> that you can have. Was that Overwatch? What's she playing? Looks like over. Was it? Yeah. Doom? I think it's Overwatch. Was oh, Overwatch? I wouldn't know. I don't ever play it. That's a fucking nice monitor to play Overwatch on, though. Yeah, I was jealous of that. That's pretty dope. Man, I feel inadequate now. I've just got one like 4K monitor. That monitor wouldn't fit on my desk. Yeah, that monitor would not no. fit on my desk. Am I, I already have like the biggest monitor I can have. Yeah, and it's like it's like ugh, even another inch. Am I crazy for like I just bought a small monitor a because I'm poor, but b because I feel like if I get a huge monitor, it doesn't help me with games. Like I feel like I'm more focused and attentive on this. I, I'm like that thing. If you go to my office, I have an Xbox, and the monitor's <laughs> like this big. Right. I like uh, something about that. I like well, when I'm playing PUBG. I like. The increased resolution because then you see like little things like you can pick out someone like in the grass a lot better Those little Yeah, at home running. I have a 30 inch 4k monitor just normal 16 by 9 But I have it pulled right up to mm. the to the to the point my keyboard can only just fit and I'm right up against it And it's great because you can you can really look into your crosshair you hear the eyes sizzling the irises going yeah. a Nice a nice sear on them. Yeah, when in doubt just bring it all up to your face. So my uh, that's what she said my uh, hoodie came through today and Your I, hoodie came through on uh, PUBG with the 14 day oh, hold. Oh, 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 so oh, I now, yeah, yeah. thanks to Mickey Omen, I now have my white hoodie. So what a great thank birthday gift for me! And he tried to send me a bunch more stuff too, and I was just like, "Hey, no, that's fine." You should so be like, "Hey, he might be friending you to send you because now he wants to send Plum Squad like these things." Plum Squad, yeah. What's what? Plum Squad? It's our uh, podcast. Let's play PUBG group. Right, I've, 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 it's what I have noticed that Gavin. I've noticed that I'm on the podcast. 
as well. You're always making your other Let's Plays. But I'm not in Plum It's all Club. him. I don't get I don't get his criteria yep. for- I don't want to take you away from the other Let's Plays you're doing. Why don't you leave that to be my decision, Gus? Maybe- I don't know. When's our next Plum Squad? I don't- because I, I don't want anyone in that room resenting me like, Oh, that fucker over there is making his own videos and he's taking our people who? away. I don't tell them where- I, I, I would just be like, I'm leaving. And then I walk out the door. Alright, alright. I, I just don't want to create- Let me be the Plum Squad if, intern. If I'm gonna create bad blood, I would rather it be with you. <laughs> than with these other people I don't know as well. Does that make sense? Sure. Well, Jeff's not happy friend, about it. right? Jeff's a friend. Oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> he calls you his best friend. I'm kidding. God, can people take a joke? Fucking hell. Well, his you're a grown man. You don't have to have a best friend. I mean, I always think it's a weird distinction. I'll Who's be honest. Best friend? I, would, I guess I would say, well, Ashley. Because we just talk about everything. Bullshit. What? What's she ever done? <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, uh, and then I have kids. Like, I'm, I mean, my kids are. I oh, do, my I, God. I, this I, isn't Miss America. Who's your best friend, dude? What's that? <laughs> oh, Blaine getting. <laughs> I'm saying, Blaine like, aside patient. from that. Can I yes. ask you a personal question? Who's your best friend? Listen, Alana is, I would say, our, our, as well, my best friend. It's the person that I get along with. Aside from that, that's the obvious answer. It's not you. That. Are you fishing for you? No, no, no we would I never. Would say Hullum, Matt. Yeah, I've known okay. Matt for 25 years at this point, and we work together every single day. I would have said Joel. Yeah. Maybe Joel, <laughs> possibly. 25 years is such a long time. I, Gus is high up on the list. Who's your best friend going? I'd say, um, don't say Meg. I already know. I'd say Matt and Gus are right there. Ooh, Ooh. like this. We're like kissing. Yeah. I would say Jeff. Gus. <laughs> what? Who's your best friend? I don't know. That's such a weird question to me. Who's your best friend, boy? Uh, I've never had a best friend. I've never had one. Maybe it's a weird thing, right? Yeah, I have to, <laughs> I have to think about it. And then you're like ranking people you know. Right. Yeah. Like this like, it goes back to like the boyfriend girlfriend thing. Like it's like a it's like so a little silly. kid label or something. It's so silly. I'd yeah. say probably Drew Drew Saplin. He's the, uh, he, does, have, he directs. Have you lived? I like how you have to explain who he is. I feel no, like, he's, 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 he works at Rooster Teeth, but nobody knows. I feel like you can really, he works here. you can only be best friends with someone you've lived with, I would say. What? Would you say that that's not true? Well, in that, case, you, it's, in that, in, well, in that case, it's my mom, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but you lived with Matt. Yeah, but that was like, yeah, I mean, but 10-year-olds have best friends, 30-year-olds don't. I mean, so 10-year-olds aren't living with their best friend. No, I, I don't mean living with now, I mean just have lived with. Okay, okay, go back to the t okay, Gus. Please help me out of this. How oh, did I get in this? What did I do? You're, you're How uh, <laughs> can a ten-year-old have a best friend then? I'm not talking about ten-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're talking about best friends. You yeah, I'm the saying now, as <laughs> humans now on this couch having this podcast live. Okay, now you're adding the qualifiers that okay. wasn't there before. I okay. would say I became best friends with Jeff because I lived with him. That makes sense. I'm sure if if any of us, well, Gus wouldn't Gus wouldn't be my best mm -hmm. friend if we lived together. Yeah. And, and you wouldn't okay be my that. best friend if we lived together. You would hate me. Good lord. <laughs> Couldn't begin to imagine it. Could not Why begin. I, I would it? feel, I'd say, you've got to be compatible enough with someone to the point where you can live, you can share a work, you can share a home, <laughs> and not hate each other. That's fair. And I would say that doesn't apply to you and me. <laughs> we would hate each other? Yeah. Well, you yeah. would hate me. We've I'd had, be fine. We've had to stay in, like, hotels together in hotel rooms. Like, the, it's the, been fine. The, well, VidCon was the fucking worst. That was the worst. I wanted to choke you out and leave you for dead in the fountain. <laughs> Ashley just texted me and said, shut up. Why? Because <laughs> I was saying, what she Ashley can't be your best friend. She is. Ashley's my best friend. Here's what I think. If something happens, who do you call? Sorry, Ashley. Ghostbusters. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Good job. Okay. That got an applause. Uh -huh. Can we end on that? <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up.
That's, that's a good ending for you guys. Uh, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, oh, don't forget, uh, RTX <laughs> tickets are available now. You get uh, early bird pricing uh, through the end of this week. I think uh, March 8th at 11.59 p.m. is when early bird pricing ends. Oh, But don't Friday, feel obligated to buy them until after they change the color of my beard in that thing. They got to get back. Show you mean respect. Gus's beard? All right. Gus's well, beard. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.